Hello and welcome to episode 179 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. In this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show, we're talking about how you can avoid burnout. Have you ever experienced burnout? Have you lost your energy and enthusiasm? Are you feeling tired all the time? Well, in this episode, I'll be showing my experiences, what I've done to reduce the likelihood of getting burnt out, and a whole lot more. So let's get on with the show right now. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content, content and, and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go Hello, welcome to episode 179. We're going to be talking about burnout in today's episode. Thank you so much for watching live or watching the replay or for plugging me into your ears with the podcast. And if you haven't uh, experienced the wonders, the beauty of the podcast, then you can head on down to iag.me forward slash podcast or just search for the Confident Live Marketing Show in your favorite podcasting app, whatever that may be. Uh, and I'd love it if you could follow or subscribe to that. Uh, so uh, as well as talking about, well, before I get on to the whole topic of burnout, uh, and I'm going to try and make this a really positive uh, episode, uh, but uh, an experiential one, if that's the right word to use. I want to be really quite honest and open with you. Hopefully you can learn some things from my experience with this, but I also want to give you some tools and strategies for you to either help get out of uh, burnout or avoid burnout in the first place, because it's not a good thing, as you can probably tell. Um, so I've been away for three weeks this summer. The the basically end of July, we went up to the English Lake District, beautiful part of the world, mountains and lakes. Lake District, that's why it's called that. We had a fantastic week as a family. We've not been able to do this for since 2019, so it was lovely to be back. Really felt our batteries were recharged, felt rejuvenated. Had a week back, which was kind of a bit weird, bit in limbo, and then we went for two weeks. To to Spain, a holiday or vacation, whatever you want to call it, to Spain, uh, south of Spain. Uh, that was amazing. Went with my wife's parents. Uh, we got on really well, which is good. You know, if you're going to go away with your in-laws, uh, it helps if you get on. I mean, occasionally we wanted to strangle each other, but on the whole, we got on really well. Uh, and I really felt that I was able to relax. And it's, in a way, taking three weeks off in the summer, it seems quite decadent. A lot of people I speak to don't take that amount of time off. But for whatever reason, I have done this quite a few times, not in recent years because of, well, what's happened in the last three years. But, um, you, you know, taking two weeks off, a proper two-week holiday, and then a week in Keswick is just works so well for, for us as a family, for me, and I think part of it is because I work so hard the rest of the time that actually I need I need that time off and I want to spend that time with the kids. So I th I'm thinking of making this official that actually having like three weeks off in the summer, I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm going to do it. 
And yeah, it, it's going to be what I do. Some people call it a sabbatical. I know Chris Ducker, I, I received one of his emails. He, he's a guest. He was a previous guest on the show. He talks about his summer sabbatical, which sounds very grand. Uh, I quite like, I don't know. I quite like the idea of it, but I, I'm just going to call it a three-week holiday for me. Uh, Reg is saying, lol, I feel you uh, waiting on a new MOBO. Yeah, it, it you know, uh, so if you are listening to the podcast, you, you probably didn't hear that I managed to mute myself at the start of this. And so nobody could hear me. But uh, there we go. Th- this is what happens when you come back from a nice relaxing holiday. So I, I want to first of all say, like, you don't need to take three weeks off. Maybe you don't need to do that. You need to do what works for you. And of course, it depends on your situation. Not everyone can afford the time or the money to be able to do that. I'm not sure I can necessarily afford the money all the time either, but I just know from my own mental health and, you know, we've got kids that I want to enjoy and want to spend time with them. Uh, not everyone will need this, but you've got to do what works for you. Uh, a few other things that I've been working on or I am working on. Uh, I've talked a lot about Amazon and Amazon Live uh, or I used uh, before I went away, I did. I've been really focusing on that. I've not done any Amazon Lives over the last four weeks because I've been away, but I've been producing lots of Amazon product videos and I'm going to be reviewing a lot more tech and a lot more other stuff as well. So as well as on Amazon, I've been, I mean, on Amazon, I've been uh, reviewing loads of different things like uh, I've been produce, uh, doing videos on Lego and uh, what have I been doing? Like, pens and weird and random stuff like that. Um, but I, uh, on my YouTube channel, I'm thinking of putting over on there some reviews of some tech and gear. So I'd be interested to know from you watching or listening, would this be of interest to you? So for example, very excited about this, Rode have sent me some things to review, uh, including this little baby here, which is the Rode NCG5. Uh, it is a, a shotgun mic. And so I've not really ever used shotgun mics. I've never really reviewed them. I know uh, there's quite a few live streamers that, that use shotgun mics. And the advantage with the shotgun mic is that it's out of shot. So you don't see the microphone in in, in the shot. And so it's very good for, for just video stuff. I'm going to be really interested to know whether the sound quality is going to be good enough for my normal video. I really like the sound of my high PR40. I don't think it's going to be quite as good, but I'm really excited about that. So I'm going to be giving that a review. And then the other thing, which I have to say I am very, very excited about, and that is this little baby here, uh, which is the Rodecaster Pro 2. Now, I've got the Rodecaster Pro which is, it's like a mixer, USB mixer, uh, mixing console, uh, but it has so many other things. It has a recording facility in there. It has sound pads. You can record up to four microphones, uh, Bluetooth, all that kind of stuff. I won't go into all the details, but the the Rodecaster Pro 2 has so many more things in it. So uh, I'm going to be doing a comparison between the Rodecaster Pro 1 and the Rodecaster Pro 2. I'll be doing a show on, on here, but I'll be also doing an unboxing on Amazon and on YouTube and lots of other things. So yeah, uh, Reg, thank you for that. Yeah, um, I will be definitely looking at doing that and see how we how we get on with that. I've also got, uh, I bought the, I don't think I've got the box here in front of me, but I, I am using it, the Elgato Stream Deck pedal. So this allows me, I look at my hands, I'm now going to move 
uh, move scenes using my feet, uh, which is really cool. Um, so this is basically, it's like a stream deck, but for your feet, you've got three three buttons in effect. So at the moment, I've got uh, the left one for my normal scene. Uh, just realize that if you're listening to the podcast, you won't have realized what I've just been doing there. But so uh, the left pedal is for the main scene. The middle one is for me zoomed in. And the third, the one on the right, which I won't press now, is for sharing my screen. Um, when I've got a guest on, the middle, the left one will be me, middle one will be me on my guest, and the, the one on the right will be just my guest. And that will just allow me just to keep looking at the camera, uh, not having to look down for anything as well. So I'll still be using my Stream Deck for, for other things, uh, but for my main scenes, I'm going to be using my the pedal. Um, it's not... I, I managed to get... There was a really good deal on Amazon, actually, so it is a little bit cheaper. It's normally about $80, £70. Uh, it's a, it was, it was a, an offer, so I managed to get it a bit cheaper than that. Um, but it is a little bit expensive for what you get, but it just makes such a big difference. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what that's all about. Uh, Katie Simpson is in the house. Great to see you, Katie. Uh, thank you so much for popping in. Uh, it's lovely to see you. Really so much value, your friendship and your support. So thank you, Katie. It's great. Yes, I have got the pedal. I've been wanting it for ages. And uh, my excuse was that I need to review it for Amazon. Um but yes, that's a really bad, bad excuse. But yeah, it, it's it's great. I'm really excited about that. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Burn out of what I avoid. Burn out. Burn out. So other things that I'm working on, just be, uh, just very briefly, uh, I'll be doing uh, more one-to-one coaching. That's what I want to be focusing on, as well as the Amazon stuff. I've also got my events coming up at the end of October. Uh, I'm also going to be doing some live production stuff as well. So it's it's, it's going to be busy. It's been a quite a yeah, quite a. It's going to be a shock to the system, I think. So yeah, uh, before I went on holiday or vacation. Uh, I always feel I need to translate that for my American friends. But when we say holiday, it's vacation. Um, yeah, I was I was feeling I was feeling burnt out. Uh, now, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna be listing. Uh, I've, I've been doing a lot of research, uh, and I've been uh, I'm gonna list in a bit what uh, people say about the symptoms of burnout. But let me tell you what I was feeling. I was feeling tired, exhausted. I was lacking in enthusiasm. I was feeling quite apathetic. I was feeling, a, I wouldn't necessarily say depressed, but a bit down. Uh, I just wasn't getting the enthusiasm for what I was doing. I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying, I, I wouldn't say I wasn't enjoying this, doing the show, but I was enjoying it less than I was. I was feeling, when I, when, it took me a lot of effort to get to do the show, but when I did it, I enjoyed it, um, but just less so than before. And and I was feeling stressed as well. Uh, I kept on getting sick as well. So yeah, I was feeling a lot of those different things. Uh, now, going away on holiday is 
for some for people with ADHD in particular, this can not always be the best thing because it's sometimes it's difficult to relax. For me, however, thankfully, I did find it easy to relax to switch off. Uh, we went to Spain, as I said, so we were able to. I was able to sit on the beach, listen and read books. So I actually went through two books, um, which is something I never do. I never seem to at home. I and, and working, I never seem to get the time to read, and so. I just was able to read, which was great. And that was an amazing feeling, being able to relax. Uh, so yeah, I won't go on about it. But yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful feeling. Uh, Katie is saying, um, yes, I've known those feelings well too recently. I'm sorry to hear that, Katie. And you're also saying really focusing on making it to the event. That would be amazing if you could. Let's have a chat about that, Katie, and see uh, what we can do to, to make that happen. Uh so, uh, what is being burnt out? Well, I didn't realize how recently this became a thing. I think it's been a thing for a long time. Uh, but the World Health Organization, uh, apparently in 2019, started to recognize the word burnout. Uh, and they describe it as an occupational phenomenon. <laughs> uh, and I've seen a few different definitions of this, but this is one definition here. Burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit, whether it is to do with stress, I think. Um, and it occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands, which is an interesting one. I don't, I don't know what you think about that. Uh so here are some symptoms that I've, I've found on the interwebs, uh, and which are similar to the ones that I was feeling. So let me know if you uh, have felt like this sometimes. So feeling tired or drained most of the time. I think that's the important thing. It's not just occasionally, but most of the time. Feeling more ill or getting sick more often is another one. Losing interest in things you once loved. Uh, a lack of motivation and feeling apathetic. Feeling helpless, trapped, or defeated. Feeling detached or alone in the world. Having a cynical or negative outlook. Uh, an increase in self-doubt. Procrastinating and taking longer to get things done. And feeling overwhelmed. Now, I have to say, I am not uh, a clinician here. I'm not uh, an expert in psychology here. So I, I just want just to say that this is really... I want to talk about my experience here and I want to give some thoughts from a, like a non-expert point of view. Um, my feeling here is that not all of those things are necessarily uh, burnouts. Like, so for example, sometimes procrastination, for me, that is, that's very much ADHD. But I think that burnout can exacerbate that further. Now, I found a really interesting article. Let me just uh, find this. It is at helpguide.org. And if you search for burnout prevention and recovery, you should be able to find this. Now, I'm going to press my button on my pedal. I'm very excited about this. And we get that up on the screen. So uh, it's a really helpful article about prevention and treatment. And I highly recommend that you read this. But if you... Uh, so it talks about, like, are you on the road to burnout? Um, signs and symptoms, uh, physical signs, emotional signs, behavioral signs, which is really interesting. But it talks about the difference between stress 
and burnout, which I think is really interesting. So uh, the difference between stress and burnout, too much stress, for example, can be um, too many pressures physically and mentally. So if your job is just very, very demanding, or overly demanding, then you're going to get stressed. Then uh, that might be you had a really horrible boss or it just, I mean, it could be you. You could be the horrible boss if it's just you working. Um, where it talks about burnout is about feeling empty and mentally exhausted. So uh, it's really interesting, the, the differences. So there's a difference. It talks about uh, the difference between stress and burnout. So stress is characterized by over-engagement Burnout is characterized by disengagement. So if you like you stop working on the things that you enjoy, stress, your emotions are overreactive, whereas burnout, your emotions are blunted. And I think for me, I was starting to feel, um, yeah, I felt that almost like my brain was in fog, that my emotions were blunted. And, and yeah, there was definitely that. Uh, stress can produce the urgency and hyperactivity. Not necessarily a good thing, but burnout can produce helplessness and hopelessness as well. So lots to th- of things to think about there, but um, very, very interesting. Now, is it common? I think it is becoming a lot more common. And I think because of, depending on where in the world, if you have had uh lockdowns and things like that, then that has really exacerbated the situation for many people. So in the last couple of years, uh, there's been lots of different um, surveys. And one survey I found uh, that one in five people mentioned that said that they were unable to manage stress and pressure in the workplace. 20%. I mean, that is nuts. Uh, so there is a huge problem, and I would go as far to say that there's an epidemic in stress, and potentially, if we're not too careful, burnout. Um, so why is it why is it so common? It could be for for different reasons. I I, th- I think lockdowns and the isolation has really exacerbated things. There's been a lot of stress. Things are in the world are yeah can are stressful. Uh, now, I, I think we, we are having financial uncertainty at the moment. So, uh, you know, this is uh, late 2022. So a lot, a lot of people are, are having money worries. Uh, you might be working so hard that you, you are, there's a lack of self-care. You're not getting enough sleep. Not deliberately necessarily. Maybe you're finding it difficult to sleep or, or maybe you're just not getting the quality sleep that you need. Uh, isolation. Now, that's a really interesting one, isolation, uh, because like for me, I'm an introvert. So I can probably, if I'm not too careful, I can isolate myself too much. I need to have some time, some me time. Uh, I need to have, um, yeah, I, I need to have some time by myself, but I also need other people. And I need a lot, I need people a lot more than I'm probably aware of. Let's put it that way. Um, If you're more of an extrovert and you get energy from being around people, then you may just not have had the opportunity to be able to spend time with people. And in a way, the last couple of years has probably been even worse for you because you need people. But don't, just because you're, if you are an introvert, don't think 
that you don't need people. Uh, it's really, really important. The other thing is bad physical health. Maybe you're, you're, you're not getting exercise. You've been inside. You're not eating properly. So let's talk about what you can do about it. And Katie is saying all of the all the above. Oh dear, yeah. Um, it's it is a common phenomenon. So what can we do about do about it? Well, the first thing that's important here is to recognize the signs, the symptoms. So if you are recognizing some of those things, then that is part of the battle. Let's put it that way. Part of the battle. Um, now, it may not be burnout. Uh, so I, I want to kind of put a proviso there, caveat there. It may not be, it may be something else. It could be other things. It could be anxiety. It could be some kind of, I hate to say it, like a disorder. Like it could be like, a, it could be a post-traumatic stress disorder or uh, ADHD or, or, or something. I don't know. It could be something. So you might need to seek some uh, medical help or professional help there. But first thing, recognize it. Second thing is to reverse, start to reverse this by, and this is the important thing, by putting a plan together, by putting a plan together. But this is, this is even more important, the next thing. You are unlikely to be able to do this yourself. If you are actually burnt out or on the road to being burnt out, you need to do this. You need to get help. And that is by reaching out to people who are closest to you. Now, that might be family, it might be friends, but people who know you, who understand you. And if you've been burnt out, you may have burnt some bridges here. This this might be difficult because what tends to happen with people who are burnt out is they be, they retreat into themselves and they stop talking to their friends, which is actually the worst thing that they can do. But hopefully you've got some people close to you that you can reach out to. Uh, and you can start to be more sociable. And it's it's like with exercise. You know, if you really need exercise, exercise is probably the last thing that you want to do. In the same way, if you are burnt out, being sociable and reaching out to people is probably, again, the last thing that you want to do. But it's so important to try and reach out of yourself. Even if you are an extrovert, you'll probably find if you're burnt out that you will become more introverted and insular. So try and reach out of yourself and take some time off. And this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to take some time off. Uh, this is not always possible. Uh, I know people who have been burnt out, who have been able to kind of extract themselves from the business, have some time off um, for maybe a few months. Uh, but the time off in of itself doesn't isn't necessarily the answer to the problem. Uh, so if you can't take that time off, um, that's not the end of the world because I kind of see this as, for example, if you are suffering from depression and you go to the doctor, what's the doctor going to do? What's the doctor going to do? You say, doctor, doctor, I feel depressed. Uh, in most parts of the world, what they're going to do is, I mean, hopefully they'll talk to you and, and give you some advice. But generally speaking, they will give you antidepressants. And what I'm not, not knocking antidepressants here. I've been on antidepressants in the past. But what antidepressants do is give you a buffer they don't actually solve the problem. They give you a buffer that will hopefully allow you then to seek help and to find out uh, maybe why you are depressed or, or, or 
um, so, you know, give give you that time. And I think it's the same with being burnt out and some, taking some time off. And and I I've found this because I have had this time off, and I came back this week. And those same feelings of being burnt out were, were the kind of there. Not so strong, but they were still there, which tells me I have some work to do. So time off is great, but it's not going to solve all your problems. It's kind of like the antidepressants. It gives you that buffer, gives you that time, but you then need to seek help. You need to start to put into place a plan and some strategies as well. Now, Katie is great here. Um, Katie says, it is life-saving to talk, isn't it? And I agree. Now, it's great that you feel that, Katie, but not everyone knows that or they know it but they're not willing to accept it and i i think i keep forgetting this i keep on forgetting that i need people because i'm an introvert and you know and i know yeah, i've got my wife and, and i've got helen and i've got the kids so i do get to talk to people but we we need we need to talk to other people and, and for me i need to talk to people who understand my business, you know, mastermind groups, that type of thing. So yes, it is life-saving to talk, but we need to remind ourselves of that. And thank you for that, Katie. Katie also says, so this is great. You've also got to be kind to yourself and allow yourself to have the the grace, that's a great word, um, that time to recover and not beat yourself up about it. And that is really important uh, because it can become a self it can become a vicious circle. So uh, you take time off, but you feel guilty. Uh, and then you beat yourself up, which makes you feel worse. It actually adds to the stress and adds potentially adds to the burnout as well. And and this is difficult because if your burnout is partly being fed by financial concerns, then <laughs> this is like it's like a, a toxic cocktail here because then you you take that time off and then you're saying to yourself well and if you're self-employed if you have your own business well I'm not I'm not making any money I'm losing money by taking time off and that can make you feel even worse um so that's why you need to get help that's why you need to get some professional help uh really really important and and talk to people around you now, this has been talked a lot in the past. I've talked about this, but this is where mindset comes into it. And I highly recommend going back to previous uh, podcast episodes. If you go to iag.me forward slash podcast, click on uh, mindset or what, what was it again? Yeah, it is the mindset one. I've got different themes. So click on that and or confidence, I think it is, and look for uh, episodes to do with mindset because we've talked about this a lot. It's really important to change that poverty or negative mindset into growth mindset. And you might not be able to do this on your own. So poverty mindset is the glass half empty and beating yourself up and all this kind of stuff. Uh, And it's so easy to feed into that. And if you surround yourself with just yourself, you might be cycling in those negative thoughts. But if you cycle your if you surround yourself with people who are not just positive, because I mean, I've even heard of a phrase, toxic positivity. Uh, that's not helpful. It, it's authentic, positive. Well, let's let's put it this way. I think it, it's surrounding yourself with people who 
listen to you and will tell you, speak truths to you because we're obviously often very negative uh, about ourselves, but in a, it's basically an untruth. We speak untruths to ourselves. So reversing that into a growth mindset that you're focusing on, yes, I'm not where I want to be at the moment, but with the help of other people and with, you know, with the strategy in place, I can get out of this. It's a case of finding balance in your life, which is not always possible. We go through different seasons, but finding balance in our lives as well. To re-evaluate our priorities. Let me just repeat that again. Re-evaluate your priorities. Because why are you doing what you are doing? Why do I do this show? Why do I bother to do this? Why do I do my business? What's the point? Okay, is it to make money to pay the bills? That's a good, that's a good, good answer. But having uh, the higher goals in your mind, what is the reason for you getting up when you do and running your own business? You need to remind yourself of those things. And maybe you need to re-get your brain back to those priorities that you set. Or maybe you need to tweak them. Or maybe you need to knock them down and start again. Working out your goals. And we've talked about that on the show before. So that is uh, something I'd really recommend that you, you focus on. Now, Katie is saying, yes, it is a toxic cocktail. Having... <laughs> Having a strong faith and knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel and a reason for what you are going through is absolutely mega. And I agree with you. I, you know, f- if you have a, a faith, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. I know you are, Katie. For me, and I know for you, that is integral, that work. That's so, so important. It's vital. Um, uh, and... It's, it's kind of going back into that as, as well. Now, if you don't have that, it's, uh, it's really a case of... So my faith is much more than this, but one aspect of, of our faith is not retreating into yourself. It's going out of yourself. So whether that's to God or whether that's to the greater goal that you've had or talking with your friends. It's all about getting out of yourself. That's the really important thing. So I totally agree with you. Having um, having a light at the end of the tunnel for what you are going through is absolutely mega. So important, Katie. Thank you for that. So we talked about reevaluating your priorities, working out your goals. The next thing is getting help. Uh, now for for me, I've got I've got a team, but for various reasons, uh, I've had to shrink that down. So I'm still working with my assistant, but uh, I'm having to do a lot more myself. And that is, I know that that has added to the stress. Um, but as much as you possibly can, delegate tasks to other people. If you can't do that, then just cut down the tasks that you just don't enjoy doing. It's not always possible, but try and do that as much as you possibly can. Uh, so working with a team can help, uh, just asking for help from people. Joining a mastermind group, we've talked about mastermind groups on the show again. I'm uh, In the past, I'm not going to talk about that again um, now, but uh, again, those are really, really helpful things. And then 
there are these things I'm going to say now, which, you know, if, if I was being flippant, I would just say do these. But they're not easy. So get more sleep. Try and relax more. Eat better and exercise. Now, if only it was as easy as that. It's like saying to a depressed person, pull yourself together. Just, I don't know, just cheer up a bit. You know, get go out and get some exercise. It's not that easy. Uh, because when you are in this negative loop, if you're feeling tired and you're burnt out, you might not be able to sleep. Now, I've got the opposite problem. I tend to oversleep, but whatever it's people who are burnt out have sleep problems. Uh, you might not be able to relax because you're stressed and your mind is going all over the place. Or maybe you're, you're just relaxing all the time and you just can't, you're too lethargic. That might be the problem. Uh, eating. Tent might go out the window because you just can't be bothered to eat well. And exercise is the last thing that you want to do. But just know that those things will help. But just do one step at a time. If it's exercise, just get out of the house. Go to the doorstep, breathe the fresh air, go back into the house. The fact that you have stepped out of the house is a great start. Uh, and maybe then next walk around, I don't know, walk around the block. Uh, start to just make one meal a day that you that you know is going to be healthy. Start to do it slowly like that. Um, it will really, really help there. So I hope you found that helpful. Uh, what, I don't know where this will lead for me. I, I still feel, I still feel a bit burnt out, but I do have, as Katie was saying, I do have this positive outlook. Well, not all the time. Uh, to be honest, like earlier today, I was feeling a bit down in the dumps, but I do know that uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and I know I'm very blessed. I have amazing friends. What I need to do is to reach out to my friends and not do this alone. And I want to thank you as my community. Um, I know that not all of you listening or, or, or uh, watching comment or reach out to me, but I know that you're there. Uh, and uh, and those that of you that comment, I'm really, really uh, thankful to you. Thank you so much, because it means so much more than you probably realise. You know, when I see those comments and those great words of wisdom uh, and those encouragements, it's so, so encouraging to me. So thank you for that. And I want this show to be a beacon of I was going to say positivity, but it's not really that. It's it's a beacon of support and help for those of you who look around you and see so much success and so much positivity out there, but you are finding it hard. You are not alone. There's so much positivity out there, but underneath it all, there are lots of broken people, people who are struggling. It's not all positive. But together, we can burst through. We can, is that the right word? We can break through this. We we can do it. It's not always going to be easy. And to be totally honest, you know, I have been running my own business basically like all my working life. You know, I started, I trained as a professional singer. I sang around the country. I was teaching singing. Uh, and then I was running uh, my own web business. Um, 
and I, I struggle. I, I struggled for many, many years to, to make ends meet. Uh, and I just, I feel like even today, I, it's not it's not imposter syndrome as such, but it's I still kind of feel like I'm pretending. Do you feel like that? But I think I've come to be okay with that. That, do you know what? We don't all have to be doing the same thing. I love what I do. I, I, I do, on the whole, love what I do. Sometimes I can get lethargic and I can go through that burnout side of things. But what I want to do is reassess my priorities, reevaluate my priorities, reach out, uh, speak with people. And I can't wait to bring on some more guests onto the show and be kind to myself as well. Thank you, Katie, for all your amazing comments. And thank you, Reg. I know you've been watching, uh, listening in the in the, in the background. Uh, I know you say, thank you so much, you know, so empowering. Uh, this is why community, isn't it, Reg, is so important because uh, even if we are introverts, and I don't know about you, Reg, I don't know about you, Katie, uh, we need each other. We need each other. We can't just do it on our own. And we're nuts if we think that. Uh, and so that's what I'm having to do. Well, that is it for for this week. Uh, do check out the, the podcast at ieg.me forward slash podcast. Uh, that is going to be continuing to go out on Fridays. The other thing that I hope to do is I'm going to be... I get rebooting again my newsletter. I keep on doing this. I've really struggled with my newsletter. I'm going to be totally honest with you. It's really understanding or kind of feeling comfortable with the strategy and what I'm going to be um, sending out. And I wonder, I've, I've always wanted it to be valuable to my audience. I've also kind of made some kind of technical blunders over, over the time, uh, over the years as well. So it was really uh, great to have Adrian um, Savage, that's his name, Adrian Savage on the show recently, uh, to to talk about that, so I've I've got some really great ideas there. But uh, my plan is to move it from a weekly, and I've not actually sent out email newsletters for the last three or four weeks. But my plan is to to start weekly, but then to to make it a little bit more often. So I will be sending them maybe three or four times per week, uh, giving people the option to opt out of certain ones because. Uh, and I may lose, I may lose subscribers, but the idea is to to uh, grow and build a community of people who are um, interested in in what I can give them, and uh, uh, that's what I want to do. I'm, I'm less about the numbers, that are the overall numbers, but more about building that community and people who are passionate about what I'm passionate about, and that I truly I want to be able to help people and support people as well. So, so that that's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, you would have thought after 11, 12 years of running my own business that I've got that sorted, but you know it's uh, it's it's a it's a process, isn't it? Katie is saying, "Go for it." I'm not very good at all with sending my emails. Well, y- y- that might be the case now, Katie, but. Uh, We'll get we'll get there together. We we will definitely do that. And uh, emails, I'm definitely convinced, is so important because you're building it with social media. You're building it on borrowed ground, uh, whereas email, you can control that. And it's it's yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely uh, convinced by that. But that is it for for this week. Uh, thank you so much for watching, for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope you've found this valuable. I've been a little bit more open, honest, transparent today. Um, 
you either love that or you find that a little bit uncomfortable. I don't know, but uh, I just wanted to be open, honest today so that you can learn from my experience as well. So I hope you found that really helpful. But that is it for this week. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Burn out. I don't wanna get burned.